Hi, this is Richard Patrick from Filter, and you're listening to Metal Speak. Both my nipples pierced, bought a house in Morocco because I'm John fucking Wayne. You have no idea what it takes. Hmm? What? You think it's all sex, drugs and rock and roll, do you, huh? Well, you got the sex wrong, didn't you? Drugs? I never touch them. No one does a gig like I do a gig half cut. Not even at your age. And it's bed. 11.30 every night before a gig. That's what it takes. Why don't you just do your own thing? Get your own life. It's like being bloody Elvis. Except Elvis was the king. <laughs> and I'm just the queen. This Metal Speed with your host, Dingle. I don't know what happened tonight, and I don't know why. It just did. Can't you just trust that I'm a really, really, really good singer? Legs. Is that mascara? I'm in the band. Oh, okay. Okay. And Cody. I question his sexuality, Mom. <laughs> I do. Sorry, Cody. Welcome <laughs> to Metal Speak. Yeah, yeah, we're back. These these intros were a bit harder, uh, but yeah. So Matt had the idea originally something about you know uh, top top five songs that kind of show what band you'd want to join if you could, and then uh, and then Jerry kind of came up with a creative phrasing. Ready? Top five songs for going all Mark, Mark Wahlberg and Rockstar. Yeah, so which I have never seen. You haven't even seen it. Well, that would that would explain why you weren't laughing at the hilarious uh, intros. <laughs> there's a Jennifer Aniston nipple piercing part, except it's it's Mark dude, Wahlberg, yeah, right? Yeah, but yeah. but he you don't know that. <laughs> yeah. I'll get your hopes up. <laughs> as, it's, you know what's funny is as I was, uh, I I saw it a long time ago and I didn't remember like funny parts. So I'm looking on YouTube and the whole thing is on YouTube in like seven parts. And I pretty much watched the entire movie like <laughs> Saturday night. I was just kind of like, but it, what's what's hilarious is there's a comment on all uh, seven parts of timestamps, and when you look at those timestamps, it's all where like Jennifer Aniston is making out with somebody. Hmm? <laughs> I was like, hey, that's kind of cool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, it's loosely it's loosely based on uh, Ripper Jet. Is it Jack Ripper Owens? Uh, Tim, 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 yeah, Tim, Tim, Tim Ripper yeah. Owens. Why, why did I think it was Jack? Could it possibly be uh, Jack the Ripper? Uh, where's no. the rim shot? Um, from, uh, yeah, Judas Priest. Uh, hence the, I'm the queen, because it's, you know, anyway. So, yeah, this will be fun, though. Uh, but, yeah, before we get to that, let's go through some new releases. Uh, what you got, Jared? I got a bunch I got a bunch of stuff for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's go to the new Agalock. Uh, kind of a progressive black metal band from the Northwest. Uh, new Boris the Blade from Australia. Uh, looks like Down has a uh, new e or the second half of an EP because they put out one last year. Down four. That's right. Yeah. So this is the second half of that. <clears throat> I didn't check that out. Did you guys? Yeah. Was it good? Yeah. They never do anything bad. Yeah. 
I need to I need to check it out because I really enjoyed the first two. I don't know what yeah. happened to me and the third one's really good. Actually, I like the third. I mean, the second one's really solid. The, my first one's the first one's like my all time fave. Yeah, I had that one's like, like classic. Just... Yeah, I had that on repeat for years. Yeah. Um, the um, yeah, the second one, the second one, I, it was kind of a grower. The third one like blew me away. Really? Um, the EP, it, 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 it's got some good stuff on it, you know. So I'll check out the third one. Yup. Uh, new hour of penance. Uh, regicide, which is really, 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 really good, as if there's any doubt there. Uh, Killer Be Killed, which is kind of a super group. It's got some people from Dillinger Escape Plan and some other bands that are kind of escaping my brain right now. Uh, a new Prong, Ruining Lives. Those guys are still making music, apparently. <laughs> uh, new Structures, uh, the new Valonfire, which, uh, they're kind of a, they're kind of a stoner kind of an acid rock vibe to them. Um, I know uh, Sizzle at, at the Black Sheep's got a huge woody for them. Hmm. So let me see here. Next week, uh, looks like a new Godflesh EP, a uh, new Black Anvil, um, new Enabler, new I Hate God, new Mayhem, new Misery Index, new Serpentine Path. Um uh, and fucked up. Those are the ones that are jumping out. Right. <laughs> okay. So, we waiting a... with bated breath for that for that misery index. Okay, yeah, I was gonna, gonna ask. Be... We, didn't, we didn't get a promo or anything on. No, we? they're on season. We would have if they fucking stayed on relapse, but they're on uh, seasons of miss now. So. Mm-hmm. Cool. Wait, Do I'm not pass go. Do not collect awesome death metal. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Motherfucker. Monocle. <laughs> All right. It's time for this, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dude, I'm starting to tense up. <laughs> Just here. <laughs> All right. So, under the table. if you've been following the show lately, uh, I, I watched the whole... Well, Jared finished Breaking Bad uh, several months ago. I got into it and finished it a couple months ago. Uh, we were talking about it, and and Stu was like, "Well, I'll watch it." And Stu Stu didn't like it. I, I mean, well, he, well, he, he said it was good, but it was overhyped for him. So he's kind of like, oh, really, but uh, but anyway. So then, so then Matt got into it, yeah. and uh, and and Jared mentioned. I think you mentioned this on the show. Somebody should do. I think it was when we did the show with uh, Chelsea. That's right. About yeah. Somebody should do a, a personality test at the beginning, in the middle, at the end, kind of like see how the show actually affects. So so Matt. Took one for the team, and uh, and uh, which was great because he he'd send us updates every so often, like hey, uh, fuck you guys. <laughs> but uh, so yeah. Um, anyway, uh, just you know another excuse to talk about Breaking Bad. But yeah, I want to hear you know what, like your thoughts overall first, Matt, about the show, and then you know what the personality tests and stuff you did. Yeah, um, there's really not words, <laughs> in my opinion. The first season, get I mean. It, before even getting into it, it was just, you know, you guys mentioned the idea with the tests and everything. I was like, oh, fuck, this is perfect. I've been wanting to watch this show anyway, so yeah. why not do it? I didn't know what I was getting myself into. First season, I was just kind of like, eh, all right, whatever, I'll, you know. And I'll have to chat Stu's ear off about Lost because I got through all that. And I want to get his take oh, yeah. on it. But uh, I was like, all right, I'll just keep pushing through, you know. I'm a trooper and all. Second season, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. 
And then <laughs> third season when I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> and you said it. The best way to describe that whole television show as a whole is just you on the edge of your seat. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh, shit. How about yeah. that season three finale? Yeah, dude. Oh. When he shows up at Gail's apartment and mm-hmm. it was like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah. yeah. The, the the cliffhanger, like, nobody does cliffhangers. By the way, if you, anybody is uh, going to watch Breaking Bad or <laughs> there are spoiler alerts. That's, yeah, skip I, ahead. <laughs> I don't know, because I, 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 like, I picked up on it towards the end, so I started watching it probably three weeks before the finale aired, and I, you know, so I had to DVR, oh, yeah. like, the last six episodes because they weren't on Netflix yet. Um, I literally, like, I... <laughs> God, I just lost my train of thought. Um, I don't know how anybody who watched that, like, with any regularity, could stand living with themselves, waiting. Waiting. Like, yeah. Because I had the convenience of being able to just binge on, yeah. you know, three or four. But, it, like, okay, so, like, when it, that scene where Hank finds the book in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because up to then, it's and like. That's, and that's, it, like, a year expanse, yeah. between, expanse between when they did that and when they aired the, and I'm like. How did you? How would you? How just would you? Wait? I would kill myself. I would like. I'm like. What's fuck? gonna happen? Yeah. Like, God. It's yeah. It uh, that particular part too, because because it's, you know, they they, they bait you time. in. They yeah. bait you in. They're like, you you you're like, maybe it's gonna work out. Maybe it's gonna work out. Like everything's kind of calming down. He's like, he's he's kind of getting out of the business. You know, it's like, maybe it's. Nope, <laughs> dude. I, and I remember that episode too. I was home before work. I was just sitting, chilling on the couch. I'm home alone and everything. And I see him reach for the book and you know WW and yeah. everything. I, I'm like, oh, fuck. I was just yeah, out loud. I was oh shit, yeah, oh yeah. Just, there was oh, there was a lot of moments that I I was just like, everybody says that edge of your seat and like you know just reacting out loud and stuff. But no show has affected me that much as as much as breaking bad you know when like uh when he when he meets with um uh when skylar and, and walter meet with hank and Mar- marie yeah and, yeah um in the restaurant uh-huh and he gives them the dvd and you're kind of like oh man he's like kind of confessing or whatever and then they watch it yeah. and, and, and he's just like, like hank oh! is the mastermind no, like, <laughs> what <laughs> holy it was the Ugh. whole transformation of Walt. I mean, you saw who he was going to become when he was at Tuco's place and like had the well, the explosion. Thing. Yeah, and that was like the first thing. I was like, oh shit, okay. He just he, he it was kind of a thing. But when Jesse was going to kill those two guys that took out the and kid, he fucking hits him. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's bad motherfucker. <laughs> that was the one. Like my wife had to come downstairs and like yeah. see what was wrong because yeah. I was like. Was, you know, when, when he hit the guy, I was like, oh, shit. And I said it about that volume. Yeah. And then when he gets out and he plugs the guy in the head, I went, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, and, like, my wife comes down thinking there's something on fire. Like, she's yeah. thinking I have, like, I've, like, cut off a finger doing something. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, oh, man. Fuck. The whole thing with Gus, how that ended, too. Yeah. That, yeah, was that was intense. Ass. That was intense. <laughs> it, was, love- it, was, it was shot great too. Like, yeah, not just the writing and everything, but like all the shots, like all the you know camera angles and everything is just 
just so good in that show. And he walks out of the place and the camera pans around and <laughs> half his skull is gone. And he's right. just, you know, yeah, sure, like, that's probably not realistic, but, oh, man, it made for just, like, a great... There were mo- there were comical, like, episodes. <laughs> like, that fly episode, I was like, really, yeah. did you have to fucking that, do that's that? That's the exact, that was the one I yeah. was like, where is this going exactly? Yeah. I mean, but then it... But then, like, even with that one, there was, like, genuine tension at the exactly. end where you think he's going to tell Jesse what he did to yeah. his girlfriend. And he's yeah. like, oh, yeah. here it is. Yeah. Here it is. Because yeah. he's, cause he's ah. all, like, doped up because Jesse's trying to get him to sleep or right. whatever. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, you're all... You're, he oh, was rambling, seriously. but there was, like you said, there was that tension. It was just like, oh, my uh, God, this is serving <laughs> a purpose. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, Great ending, too. Holy... F- that'd be yeah. Like, <laughs> that, he that, won. He won. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, save Jesse. You yeah. Know? Just like, like you mentioned Walt's transformation. Like, uh, uh, um, I I think everybody probably starts the show and like legitimately sympathizes with him. You know what I mean? And what's, what's interesting about watching the show like we did where you already had seen all the posters with the, the, the Heisenberg, you know, like persona, like in this evil. You start watching the show and you're like, how the hell does that guy end up? Heisenberg, you know, yeah. evil or whatever. But, um, but yeah, you, you know, I, I just feel like everybody kind of has to sympathize him with at the start because he's, you know, he's in that, he has that second job and the guy treats him like shit. He's not yep. making a lot of money. He's like a high school teacher. And his brother in law is giving him shit about like no excitement in his life and everything. And you're just like, oh, poor guy or whatever. And, uh, and, you know, and then by the end, for me, like the, the lowest point that, that I, I all uh, so I you know I was watching them at night and I was watching like two or three four episodes in a row and it was every every night it was like one or two and I was like I need to go to sleep yeah you know and I and I finished one and be like fuck I'm just gonna have to wait I'm just gonna have to wait <laughs> and the the first time that I had a feeling of like I'm okay to stop watching this right now it was it was the end of season four. Where uh, where where he kills Gus, and then the the last scene is that in the backyard in Walt's backyard, and the camera's like slowly zooming in yeah. on that plant, yep. right. and you realize, oh, he did poison that kid. Yeah. The, oh, I was like, oh, that was the lowest point for me of him. Yeah. I was just like, I really don't like him anymore. He's just I, such. I was I felt a so liar. Yeah. <laughs> I was conflicted so much on whether to like him or not. And, that, and that's the thing, and that, that's what I was going to say. Where that that's where that's where the show is was so deftly written because you can't. You're not supposed to sympathize. Like you you should to a point because like his motivations came from a somewhat good place. Yeah. You know, at least from the beginning, and then he just he morphs into this despicable person. But right through the end. You still find yourself getting sucked in. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I mean the guy is like <clears throat> I think if <clears throat> I think if if you were to do like a psychological profile on Walter White, it's probably maybe borderline personality disorder. I don't think he's like fully antisocial, but he's definitely uh you know, manipulative <clears throat> and just has that he has a lot of borderline traits and it's those are the kinds of people that you let them get their hooks in you, and they don't go away. Yeah, ever unless you just <laughs> cut all contact. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it, it's it's a reflection of, of the character, but also the writing because you find yourself okay. He's not so bad. You know what I mean? Even I mean, even after he poisoned the kid, you still kind of yeah. You're still kind of rooting for him. You know what I mean? And it's and you don't want to, but yeah. it's just the way it's written. It just they make him a. They're, they they find ways at, at certain points to make him like a quasi sympathetic character, and it yeah. sucks you right back in. You start feeling bad for him, and then right. 
know, yeah, just... <clears throat> yeah, definitely. You know, be, using that as the uh, th- that was the season four finale episode, if I remember right. So if if you're if you're watching the show as it's coming out and you have that long span, then before season five, um, man, that's got to be like the hardest thing to just get over that, and you know, yeah. And and like Jared said, kind of sympathizing with with him again because you have all that time like oh what a bastard you know, but like being able to go right into it then you know, yeah it was easier to just kind of I was mm. I was just as conflicted with Jesse like I, I I felt bad for him more often than anything, but there were a couple of moments I can't fucking like, pin specifics dumbass. well yeah there were a lot <laughs> yeah. of dumbass moments yeah, totally. but there were some times totally. where he was just like okay he's just as ruthless I can't remember any but i was like this motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) yeah jesse like i don't know for me uh it it was more of like a i just felt bad for especially god that scene where where jane dies oh yeah yeah (laughs) walter's just standing there you uh you know i I, even think that like i knew what was gonna happen and i was actually rooting for walter to do it yeah to to do to leave her yeah and let her die yeah Yeah. And, and 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 here's the thing not to get too Dr. Phil on this, but <laughs> that whole interchange where uh, her dad discovers that she's using again, and it's, I, I'm really messed up, I was just trying to relax, I'll, I'll go, I'll do whatever you want, and promises, promises, promises. I don't know how many times I heard that conversation between my mom and my dad when my mom is drinking. Uh... So that made, like, all of my experiences around that just focused on Jane's character like a laser. So when she died, like like, part of me was like, fuck yeah! (laughs) Take that, junkie bitch! Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was just like... She was an enabler. Yeah, yeah, it didn't bother me. It did not bother me at all. Like, I was happy it happened. Really? See, see, I I remember thinking, like, (laughs) what would I do? Because, like, you're, you know, I'm just thinking, like, okay... He he sees this ultimate like solution like this is I all I have to do is nothing yeah and like she's blackmailing me that goes away mm-hmm. you know like she's making she's a bad influence on Jesse that goes away right but you can see he's conflicted because he's like or I can tip her over and save her life you know right. what I mean so like I I can appreciate where you're going from but for me I was like oh man he's just he's not gonna do it he's just gonna let her die holy <laughs> shit um. No, I wanted to mention with uh, the 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 borderline personality thing. Do you think there was a if you could pinpoint one moment in in Walter's storyline where where that was unleashed? What do you think it would be like? So if if the show starts and he's not all of that's bottled up, which I think you could probably say that's the case. Mm-hmm. He's just mild mannered guy. All that's kind of if there was one event that was where it was like point of no return. You know what I mean? Like this happened and now he's never going to be the same again. I was thinking about this today. I don't know if I could pinpoint one one moment, but but uh, you know, obviously there's the there's the Walter White with the hair, and then there's Heisenberg. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can just like physically, it's two different people. And I think that, like you mentioned, the the scene in Tuco's like office thing where he's got the explosive. Um, that's probably the first moment where like Heisenberg like shows up. You know what I mean? When he's walking, he's walking out yeah. and he's got that look on his face, even though he gets in the car and he's like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. But like, I think that's when he figured out he liked it. Yeah. He liked being that person. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I, I was thinking maybe the point where it really, it, I don't know if it was so much point of no return, but where it was, where something truly changed was when he killed uh crazy eight because up to then he was making his list. You know, he was like, 
do I really want to kill this guy? Here's the pros and cons. You know, like, uh, I don't know. Whereas after, I mean, how many times did he make a pro and con list? You know, it was, yeah. there was, there was, he, he knew what had to get, what had to be done and, and that had to get done, period. You know what I mean? There was no, like, maybe it's not the right thing. It was, you know, when he, when he realized that Gus was going to, you know, uh, try to kill him or, uh, or, uh, Hank, you know, or kill Walt's family and all that, he was just like, Gus has to die, period. There's no other way around it. Gus has to die. Yeah. Well, I think I think all things being equal, if you were to, if I were to pinpoint a point of no return, I would say it's when he strangled the guy with the bike lock. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. it's like once you're past that, like yeah. once you've killed somebody, somebody right. to do that, like you're pretty much fucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, yeah. if you get you know in, in any moral code, you've you've crossed the line. Yeah. You've crossed the ultimate line. There's no even though there's no turning back. Even though the way they wrote it, it was kind of like it was more of a self defense thing. You know what I mean? Because he was about to let him go. Well, yeah, because but that that's that's why that's why it's so beautifully written. Yeah, exactly. It, so it makes him a sympathetic character. Like you can see why he did it. Yeah, you can see why he let Jane die. You can see why he plowed into those two junk those yeah. two dealers and blew their heads off. Like yeah. you can you can understand his motivation pretty clearly. And Except. Oh, go ahead. I just want to, one exception to that, but keep going. Yeah, I just, I think that all those events just get, like, progressively worse. You yeah. know what I mean? So there's, you know, and that's really, uh, you know, if you look up, you know, like, the, the symptoms of, a, of someone who has BPD, I mean, it's, um, it's that, that come here, go away, and, and you have uh, that relationship with, with Walt. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. hate his guts. He's a bad person, but he's the center of the show, and you find yourself... Okay, yeah, dude, get your money, take care of your family, yeah. die, and, and do what you meant to do. And you're, and yeah. you're hoping that's what right. happens. You know and, what I mean? And like there are good moments like that. Like, yeah. when, like when he when he um confronts uh the 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 brain uh, gray matter people at the end. Right? Yeah, that was beautiful. Oh, oh, so good. You're like, oh, you really did hire him, man. Yeah, like, so those are two badasses, West Mississippi. <laughs> totally bought, totally bought into it. I bought it. Uh, I was gonna say, um, the one exception though, where I I didn't feel. Um, I didn't see justification was when he killed Mike. Mike was like one of my favorite characters. Yeah. I was like, oh, dude, he just like shot him. Just like, it almost seemed like an accident. <laughs> like, yeah. ah, yeah, that was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. But, I wasn't yeah. real happy about that, about yeah. that death. Yeah. That was probably the, the, the biggest kind of like waste, wasted death to me. Kind of, I don't know. Yeah, oh man, just a uh, just a great show. I, I really feel like I could talk about that show for days. I can know? now too. There's so many like I mean because there's so many layers. You know, they talk about you know the how the different colors have a different you know have a certain symbolism. Like the coloring of a certain episode is supposed to. Oh yeah. And I don't know if I'd be willing to go back through and try to like work through that. But one thing I I did think about and I and I, I was looking for like other blogs to see. If anybody else had really noticed this, and I, I'd almost be interested to go back and see if there's if this pattern actually exists or if I'm just making it up. But I was thinking about the uh, the proxemics of his house and how it's it's kind of at the end of that that stretch of road, and then it you know it comes up and it's it's tees off. and then it tees off, and so it can oh. go either way. Oh, I see. So there's always and I, and I was I was, t- I was thinking about it. I think every major calamity that he that befalls him, he's starting from the house. And leaving. 
Yeah, and leave, so he, so it's like he's, it could go either way. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. a huge thing. It's choice, and always, right? <sighs> and yeah. he always makes like the wrong decision. You yeah. know what I mean? He makes the right decision in in terms of pre- preserving his business and and doing what he's setting out to do. But again, in, in the sense of all most moral codes, everything he's doing is bad. Yeah. You know? Um. And I, like I said, I'd be interested to go back and see if that's actually the case because I was thinking about you know he left to go. You know, check on Jesse, let Jane die, and then he left, uh, you know, with Tuco to to go do whatever. He left uh, from the house to, to, to take out those two junkies. Like, so when he had his own little apartment, you know, things were kind of happening, but they were all just kind of minor things. And then when he moved back into his house, and then shit the started going shit started, coming, <laughs> the, started going off the rails again. Like, yeah. I just started, I just I was wondering again just about the positioning of the house. Yeah. And how that. That's a really good point. I'm yeah. sure, yeah. Speaking of the house, the one character that surprised me was Skylar. Like, yeah. she annoyed me at first. I was like, "Oh, fuck, yeah, fuck her, totally." But, then but she, she just, just proved to be wow. Yeah. That was like that episode where is it, is it the? She, it was called IFT. Yeah, and she's like, "I fucked Ted." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all the time I was like, "What would IFT just stopped, And I'm like, <laughs> "You bitch." <Yeah. laughs> And she just didn't even care. Yeah, she she's, like, like, cutting up some food or whatever, making a salad or something. She's like, I fucked Ted. And she walks no, he was making dinner. She was he? Oh, oh, yeah. He was just, making dinner. He that's right. That's right. He was being, like, you know, Miss little Miss Sally yeah. housewife or whatever. Right, and She right. comes in, and, and he's like, oh, and I did this, and I did this, and we're going to have dinner, and we're going to be, you know, we're going to be the... Right. We're going to be the Cleavers. And she's like, yeah, I fucked Ted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Nobody, right. nobody was innocent. I was thinking about that today too. It was like, who's the most innocent person on the show? The baby. Yeah, yeah. Holly. You know. Oh, I, this is what I was gonna say. Um, when when I when that when Holly was born, I remember thinking, I know there's no zombies in this show, but I feel like Judith has a much better chance of surviving than Holly does, <laughs> <laughs> just because like this is fucking the show is jacked. But um, yeah, yeah. So I want to I want to hear about like the personality stuff. So the the test you took it was a anxiety and a depression test, right? Yeah, yeah, we just did those two. Um, kind of got baseline before starting everything. Just did that, which the scores were disturbing to begin with. So maybe I should go see somebody. But um, and then we just uh, we set it up so we did a score post season three and then a score post season five after everything was all said and done. The biggest leap was after season three on both scores. It jumped up drastically. And then after season five, it still jumped. It wasn't as big of a jump, but it still yeah. jumped up. And I tried to, you know, clear my mind, not memorize questions, so I'm not rigging the whole test. Yeah. We need a bigger pool of data, more test yeah, subjects. Yeah, yeah. But just based off those results, man, yeah. it looks like our theory was sound. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> it makes sense, too, because like you said, it wraps up really nice, you know, so like it would, it would kind of make sense that after... You see how it, the whole story ends. You're not like quite as. Oh, what's Dude, I happen? felt relief. I yeah. fucking felt relief. Probably first time in like the whole, you know, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. Whole series where you're like, okay. How would you describe Breaking Bad? The worst case of constipation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I, I, I'll talk Stu's ear off about Lost because I enjoyed that too, but I, yeah. You put Breaking Bad above that. I do, definitely. That's the next question. Like, what's next? Game of like, Thrones. Are that's you, are you into that's it? what I got to do. I, well, I just ended season one okay. on Saturday. So We've got... Geraldine let us borrow it, like, 
like a year or two ago. We still haven't watched it, but I, I guess we're gonna have to do that. Brittany I, has season one, so we're gonna start that. Yeah, You have so I would I would just say you probably have an easy. Well, you guys probably have both because I don't know. I had to I had to I got like 15 minutes into the first episode and I was like I have no idea what's going on. Oh, so I had to like rewind it or you know <laughs> back it up and turn on the captions so I can oh, read. read. Because it's like uh, it's like Lord of the Rings, like they, they make the, references the to language. yeah, and they make references to all these different people, and so you're trying to orient yourself yeah. to because there's no reference point for any for some of these it people. Like, they, they just start talking about them, yeah. like you just kind of assume. Okay, I know who you know Targaryen so and so is, and I know you know it, it's well, that you know. So yeah. I watch with the captions if you have it, but it's it's not as uh, at least the first season, it, it uh, the last two are kind of heavy, but they're not. Uh, it's not. It's not as traumatic. I heard. As, I heard it does get really, really good. Like I, that's what I keep hearing. So yeah. I borrowed season two uh, f- uh, from the same people that loaned me season one. So I'm gonna try to get that started here in yeah. the next couple of days. Yeah. Yeah, like the first, the first episode, I was kind of like, okay, this is you know, this is this is interesting. And then I took like two weeks, and then I, I finally sat down on Friday. And I started see. I started episode two, and. Uh, and then I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do one more. And then it was like episode three. And then it was episode four. And then I woke up uh, Saturday morning and decided I didn't want to go exercise or anything. And the child was still sleeping. So then I knocked out like two or three more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so by like Sunday afternoon, I had killed the whole season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So. Yeah, let's check that out for sure. Did you guys ever get into Dexter at all or no? No. I'm like two good. episodes into season two. Okay. And that's another one I thoroughly enjoyed, except for the season finale. Where but kills I, the big Mexican. I think those are the <laughs> ones I left off with. Yeah, yeah, that's another good one. I don't think it was overall as good as Breaking Bad, but I enjoyed that one thoroughly too. Yeah, yeah, I heard the the series finale was Awful. disappointing. Awful. That's, yeah, that sucks. It sucks to not end something that on, on a on a good note. It was. It, I'm not going to give too much away. It was heading down the right path, and then literally like. 90 seconds before the end of the episode just does a 180 <laughs> sitting here going you that's the wrong bunker. direction yeah <laughs> like, that nope it's worth it it's definitely worth it though are you guys looking forward to uh, Better Call Saul I'm actually interested yeah I want to yeah. see that I mean it's the same writer that guy yeah. really it's some of the best writing like TV writing I think I've ever seen so yeah I'm, I'm really excited alrighty Good discussion, guys. Yeah. Yes. I've been waiting for that for a while because before we were trying to like dance around some things, but <laughs> no holds barred this time, so that was, that was great. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jared, you wanted, to, you wanted to spin some stuff here from Humality to... Yeah, so there's this band, there's this band from Australia. So, okay, so I, I think I started following them a, a little while ago, and they announced like the release of their EP and... Uh, I think I'd, I'd heard one or two tracks, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I need to check this out." So they, um, I was listening to it today. So they, they, they cite their influences. I don't know if you guys have heard of any of these bands: uh, Circles, Tesseract, Carnival, uh, Dead Letter Circus, Dead Letter Opener, Cog, and uh, is there really a band called Dead Letter Opener? Apparently. <laughs> So <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the circles and the in the tesseract and maybe the the carnival and dead litter circus and then I yeah. want I, w- I want to play this first track and I want to see 
if you hear those influences, I these guys, there are two bands that have left their jizz all over this album, and I want to see <laughs> if you guys agree with me. So let, let's just play part of the part of the first song here. Within truth lies. Shuga is the first thing that comes to my mind with some of those riffs and then the, the yelling vocals. Is that what you were thinking or no? No. Oh. <laughs> um. Oh, well, then it's got to be periphery. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, you're saying bands other than what they had mentioned is influences. Right. Okay. Um, I don't I don't think I hear a Dead Letter Circus influence. <laughs> I. You want to hear it a little bit more? A different one, maybe? Yeah, just uh, play any of them. Play the next one. I was going to say that or Mudbane. Yeah. So there's that. I'm getting a little Dillinger. A little bit. Locally. Maybe I'm an idiot. No, I can definitely hear the, the chord with that bass. That Yeah, that's more Mudbane bass. The Mudbane bass was, was just like hitting me in the face the whole yeah. time I'm listening to it. I'm like, this sounds like... <laughs> Everything Mudvayne did for, you know, like five years. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Mudvayne, like some of the some of the, like, the cleaner stuff he does, like there's definitely John Davis in there. Um, and then um, kind of, I was thinking like Taproot and maybe a little bit of, uh, there's this band called uh, Point Zero, which I don't think anybody here has heard. <laughs> They're like kind of a new metal band. Uh, back in the day, but wait, so had, zero point? Because I sitting here webs, but if that I think I actually think I know who you're talking about because I think I saw him at SummerSlam way back in the day. Uh, you're thinking of not non-point? No, 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 I know. Let me see. <laughs> Please hold. <laughs> <laughs> It's not zero point. Okay. No, I was thinking of something else. Uh, 
Maybe I wasn't thinking of the right one. Zero. Do they have face paint like Mudvayne? No. They were. Uh, God, the second I see it, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna kick myself in the balls because I used to listen to them all the time when I was in my little new metal phase. Yeah, Point Zero is a Chinese rock band. <laughs> I don't think that's right. Huh. Less than zero, the 80s cover band. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I still dug it, though. Yeah, I just, like, I was thinking, just, they kind of, like, um... Super group of Deadlers, Circus, and Tesseract joins the members of Mudvayne. (laughs) They just, they borrowed so much from, like, like every new metal cliche. Like, I'm just listening to it, and... Like, oh, we're, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're a groove metal band inspired by, uh, inspired by Tesseract. Uh, no, you're not. (laughs) I was trying to give them the benefit of the doubt on the Tesseract thing. Yeah. Huh. Don't let it continue. Well, maybe From zero. From zero. From From zero. zero. Wait, that sounds familiar still. I don't know. Maybe they're lyrically inspired by Tesseract and the Litter Circus. Right? Maybe. That's one of the weirdest things for me to hear a fan say. <laughs> I'm lyrically inspired by it. <laughs> what? So here, so here's, okay, so you just, oh, fuck it. No, wait. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. I got you covered. I got you covered. It's on. No, I got it. I oh, got it. Okay. <laughs> I brought it this time. <laughs> we brought our dongles. <laughs> This is this is so retarded that I even have to do this. <laughs> you gonna go swimming with the fucking thing? Right. I'm gonna go under deep sea water diving. Deep throating. <laughs> right. Okay. So yeah, I think this is like their most popular. Yeah, you, I listened to this shit in high school. Yeah. Crab core, and I'm gonna make yeah. chicken core. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, not I, I didn't want to do this to just bag on him. I just I was kind of no, I still dig it. I was kind of yeah, like I, yeah, I mean, I'm hearing these I'm hearing these fucking influences, and I hadn't even read this bio with a style that draws influences from the new metal era. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> 
Yeah, so that was on their Bandcamp. Where did you say you come, came across? I well, they I, I started following them on Facebook. I don't know, oh, okay. probably a year or two years ago. <sighs> and then I when they they just posted last night that the EP was available. So I'm like, all right, I'll, you know, I'll see if it's on yeah. Spotify. And it was, and I marked it to check it out today. Maybe their publicist got in touch with them and said, you need to reference a new metal like as an influence. Yeah, before <laughs> everyone just starts straight making fun of you for. Uh... <laughs> it's in print. It's libel. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Spoken sl- uh, slander. Spoken. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Bible's written. Yeah. Uh. Well, that was interesting. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. We, need, we just... need to have we need to have a, a new segment for that. Like, what not, the hell not, am I listening <laughs> to? <laughs> it's not quite uh you know stuff that's what was it sharks and Jared's butthole but like <laughs> stuff that yeah. Music that makes us makes Jared have a aneurysm. Bands that say they're like what was it? <laughs> Devil Wears Prada, Grindcore. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Okay. All right. Well, I think we're gonna move into our discussion here on at long last. <laughs> totally worth it, though. Totally. Um. Yeah. Top five songs for going all Mark Wahlberg in Rockstar. As reference, so where did you get the idea for this in the first place, Matt? Was it? I was actually listening to the last show, oh, um, really? the, and I don't remember which particular phrase or. <laughs> Let me guess. Oh, it was when it was. It was one of the five. It was a crash test dummy <laughs> thing. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, every time I hear crash test dummy, you know, like, I've got a pretty deep voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, there there was a moment. It was. Towards the end, I, God, I wish I could remember, but it was just something like, wait, why not do this? Yeah. <laughs> we all have thought about this at one point in time. Yeah. Like, if you could be that guy, and it just coincides with the draft, too. But Oh, with the draft? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which Jared's all about, right, Jared? Yeah, yeah. Draft? Absolutely. <laughs> Especially all the man kissing. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, man kissing. Big, oh, fan. My... Big fan of the... <laughs> Big fan of the gay guy. Yeah, gay guy kissing his boyfriend. My wife was more into the draft than me. That says a lot. Wow. Yeah. Was it because of the man kissing? No, no, that's not her team. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what team did he get drafted to? more about what team he's coming from. He was going to St. Louis, right? Yeah, he's going to Rams. The Rams. The Rams, (laughs) really? How has nobody taken that and run with it? Nobody has. Well, at least he not that I've not that I've seen. Dude, at least probably he, being like really like sensitive, like you know, trying yeah. to be politically correct about it or something. Or at least he didn't go to the Browns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the Dolphins. <laughs> uh, we love you, whoever you are. The Dolphins have been flogged. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. I'm surprised you know that many NFL teams. <laughs> so you're like, uh, I don't know. No, thy enemy. All right. Well, um, I don't know about you guys. I actually had a hard time coming up with, with songs. I I was trying to, like, I was trying to have some justification, I guess, for, like, all my picks. And then what I ended up with, like, what I what I justify with one song like goes right out the window with like other ones. And, like <laughs> some of them involve like time travel. <laughs> like like there's no I, you know when I was when I was in high school this probably would have been like a piece of cake. You know what yeah. I mean? But 
I'm older now. I'm like, wow, is it, does it seem pretentious of me to like say, yeah, I'd like to be in this band or whatever. Like, Ugh. I tried to go super literal. Like if I could drop a hat tomorrow, like I didn't think about what that, which was, or that will be. I was thinking like right now, like if I could yeah. do this right now. Yeah. Someone support my family. Yeah. <laughs> in the United States. <laughs> America. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I had to like throw my, my, my actual skill level like out the window with some of this stuff. Oh yeah. But, uh, <laughs> well, so that's what I was trying to kind of keep in mind. Like I was trying to keep a level head about, okay, what could I actually, actually do? Do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's some where like I kind of feel like, yeah, maybe I could actually, this will, that'll be interesting now that I've mentioned that. But, uh, yeah. It's, and then others, I'm just like, no, <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's just dive in here. Here's my first one. It's probably going to be an obvious. If you had to guess one band, no order. Uh, nah, I didn't really rank. I didn't I just, order mine. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so if I had to guess one band, I already have a guess. Here. Yeah. What? Okay, so what's hypocrisy? Zone? Uh, close, yeah. close second, close second. I was gonna say morbid. Really? Yeah. Also Pantera. close second. Yes. All right. You guys got the first three songs. Up the <laughs> that, that's awesome. That's it awesome. Is. You guys, it <laughs> is. It I, you guys are making my job easy. I don't have to say anything. Oh yeah, uh, I did decide to go with Pantera first, yeah. just to get it out of the way. So I and I picked this song because. Um, man, that's such a good riff. It's just like simple, like just stream, stream like. You know, breaking. Thing. Yeah, like I would never think to write something like that. Yeah, like oh, that's such a fucking. That's no, that's not a song. Yeah, but, but, but they just oh, so good. But the reason I picked that one is because I I I remember I remember them playing that when I saw them the first time at, at Red Rocks. And again, I mentioned this before. I had no background knowledge of Pantera. It was I, I I still to this day feel like that's the best way that that I could have experienced Pantera it was live. I have no idea what's going to happen and just be so blown away. But I remember that song. I just remember that, that groove to it. And, I, and anyway, because of that, that screen rake, raking thing, I'm like, I'm going to be able to pull that off. <laughs> um, but, but again, like, I'd have to go back in time. It's not that I'd want to replace, you know, Diamond. Certainly not like, a reunion with Diggle and yeah. Di- Dimebag Diggle. <laughs> no, no. No, it would be like, it would be, it would be Diggle go back in time. Diggle Bag Diggle. Yeah. <laughs> Durgle Bag. Yeah. Durgle Bag Diggle. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I, I would, it would have to be like, go back in time and then play second fiddle, you know, to Dimebag. Yeah. Just like, play some rhythm stuff, play some harmonies. And, and and not really pull it off, but just yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I'm just happy to stand behind the stack. Yeah, um, you know you haven't seen me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm a ghost player. Yeah. All right. So for my first two picks, uh, they're going to be kind of ridiculous, and and this yeah. is really. Did, were you basing yours all vocally, or like were you saying like if I could actually play an instrument, I'd be with this band? I or? had one where I did the instrumental. Everything okay. else, is, everything else is pretty much vocal. vocal. Okay. Um, so I had like three that I kind of I kind of fleshed out, and I was talking to my wife about it, and I was like, and she was like, "Well, what about when you used to do karaoke?" She's like, "Used to so." Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, are you going to treat us? Oh. <laughs> Some vocal styling? Yes! <laughs> so, so this is based on years and years ago. Uh, my I had a couple of guys that I used to hang out with, and we used to, Friday nights we used to go to this dive bar on Fillmore called Rowdy's, and uh, Crazy Tony, this guy that Stu actually used to work for, uh, used to do karaoke over there. 
And uh, it, it got to be where I would just get up there and fuck around so much that they would actually, whenever they had guests in from out of town, they would actually like make an event out of taking me to the bar and getting me fucked up so uh. that I could entertain the guests. <laughs> so, nice. um, so this is one of the first impressions that I, I don't know if I could ever pull this off sober, but yeah. uh, and I. But it, you're gonna try. But, <laughs> <laughs> so so here's the here's the first one. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please. So I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could do it now. But <laughs> when I karaoke this song, I got done, and uh, <laughs> my buddy Aaron walked up to me and he's like, "Dude, I know you're up there fucking around, but you sounded just like him." Uh, nice. Uh, <laughs> do it. <laughs> Mother, <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah, I can't do it. I can't. I can't do it, Lucid. There's, there's no point. Oh man. Oh, very nice. But uh, yeah, at the time when I when I did it, I yeah, that was. Uh, he would like Aaron. He just walked. Yeah, that was that was it. He was walking He's like, I know you were fucking around, but you you nailed it. You sounded just like Danzig. Nice. So now, were I to step into Danzig's tiny little shoes in the <laughs> event, you know, a la Mark Wahlberg and Rockstar, I, you know, I'd have to go back to the gym a little more and uh, maybe cut off my feet at the ankles, <laughs> possibly the knees. No Ben. <laughs> you what? No Ben. No Ben. <laughs> That's awesome. That's that's actually why the that's that's why the nipple piercing scene happens is because the uh, the actual singer in the Steel Dragon Band gets his nipple pierced mm. and Mark Wahlberg's like Bobby Beer's got it done I gotta get it done yep <laughs> so <anyway. laughs> I tried to pick these not to immediately give them away but let's face it it's gonna fucking give them away anyway so. This will probably be the one you guys don't get. Yeah, I don't recognize it so far. That'll be a hint. Is it? Uh, well, I don't know. Some of that run night kind of made me think of Jeff Loomis, but uh, close. So that's actually Dream Theater. Okay. Um, mm. Goes without saying, being a guitar player and all, if you were even considered <laughs> to be even in the presence of Petrucci, <laughs> yes, I will do it. Yes. <laughs> right. That would be. Oh man, that'd be a challenge. Yeah, you'd have to like give up your friends and stuff, and oh yeah, I'd get divorced, <laughs> practice yeah. constantly. Yeah, um, I think when you guys mentioned this band, I 
Good stuff. Morbid Angel. I picked, uh, that's Enshrined by Grace from Heretic. And I picked that because if I was going to, if I, if I felt like my guitar playing kind of fit in, I guess, with another band. Yeah. Because I don't, I, you know, I, I'm self-taught and Riffer Madness column taught. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, uh, so like when it comes to harmonies and solos, like I just, I, I spend a lot of time just fucking around until something sounds good. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying that's what Trey does, but like his harmonies and his solos, especially like they just have this real loose, unconventional sound to them where, you know, I, it doesn't, you know, I, I, I know what a fifth harmony is. I know what like a parallel fourth harmony is. And then I know that you can just fuck around sometimes and come up with something that's neither, it doesn't really make any sense, but it sounds like really, really cool. Yeah. And that riff, particularly that that main riff, um, the what both guitars are doing. Like I, I mean, they're it's almost like they're two in two different worlds or something, but together they sound great. Yeah. So I, I, I you know, between that and then my solos, like, just not really like disciplined enough to <laughs> to, as they say, shred. I just, you know, I, I like to fuck around. When I was when I first started playing, I did a whole lot of just laying on my bed high and just like playing as fast as I could <laughs> and just wee and sometimes some of Trey's souls sound like that to me. Like he's just <laughs> totally fucking around. He's just like squeal, squeal, like you know. So yeah, had to had to pick a morbid song. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Alright. At some point, we should do like a one where we like pick the songs for each other. But like, yeah, I, if I really would have thought about it, that fit for an autopsy you definitely would have come up in your list. Yeah, if yeah. I had to pick for you. You're yeah. still going Saturday, right? Yeah. Okay. I think so. I, I still haven't talked to Pat yet. Okay. But we'll, we'll figure it out. But yeah, I uh, yeah I think it part of me when I was thinking about that, it was like you know with Nate out the door, and then they have the guy from the Devastated. Like, is that a permanent position? Yeah. Like, are they going to hold auditions? <laughs> like, maybe I don't know. I just like it. I allowed myself to entertain the idea yeah. for a split second. Yeah, that if they were to hold open auditions, that fuck it, let's <laughs> <laughs> time to start drinking again. Because <laughs> right. that, that's really the only way it would happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, some of them are just dead giveaways. So I know I said only in the U.S., but I would totally go to Sweden for them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's a band that I feel has enough notoriety, 
obviously around the world and everything to really make it worthwhile. And just not even to push like from a technical aspect, like I can play this many notes per minute and sweep like this, blah, 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 blah. But just really pushing yourself as a musician. Yeah. Just some of the shit they do is just. Yeah. <sighs> crazy. Yeah, so I would totally do that. It's mashuga. <laughs> yeah, mashuga. It's Yiddish for crazy. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, I was gonna say if you if you if you couldn't play guitar for him, oh I would totally do the uh, hand slapping. <laughs> you guys remember that guy that goes that was doing the hand slapping like? Remember that shit? Uh, that was retarded. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> oh man, uh, I enjoyed that. All right, uh, I think one of you guys mentioned this band. <laughs> Listen to this riff, though, real quick. That bass I love that. That's one of those riffs that, for me, was like all one of the all-time greatest riffs because... It's one of those that you can listen to it and you hear it two ways. It's either or and as you listen to it, you can you can hear both ways, and it's 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 like a mind fuck. I I cannot get enough of that riff. That bass though. Without that, yeah. So this was off of Catch Twenty Two, which the there was like a a big like tone change. I remember Tucker got this first and he was like, "Dude, you get you got to hear this guitar tone on." On this new hypocrisy album, it's like it doesn't sound like their other shit. It's like there's something about it that's like new sounding. It's just like this new guitar tone that he like discovered. Huh. But uh, that song, I also like it because of the title. It's uh, "Don't Judge Me," ah. <laughs> because if I was gonna like join, a, you know, like a, a band of that caliber, like, yeah. <laughs> the first thing I, first and last thing I'd start every show. You guys don't judge me. <laughs> um, yeah. So don't you dare. <laughs> Same kind of reasoning though with his his solo style is also a little like looser and he does a lot of the like the same two notes just like back and forth. We could do that. <laughs> yeah. All right. This this next one's borderline ridiculous, but we're just gonna go with it because uh... Dragon Force. Yeah. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Oh. Oh, so that's so good. Sing it, Darren. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> There are, there are times I'm in the shower, I'm in the car, I can get kind of high in the <laughs> yeah. register. Um, but I, I think it, I think if I were to, you know, it, I think it would be hard to, to duplicate uh, Kim's range and everything. So I right. think if I were stepped in, step into the role of vocalist on a band like that, I, I would kind of have to make it my own. 
You know yeah, what I mean? I don't think I could get that high, but yeah. I've been wont to sing along with these guys in the car <laughs> yeah, yeah. by myself. Yeah. All oh, right. And I, and I think I do okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, but, dude. Uh, there's nothing better. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about that in the Road Rage episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Them and I, I love their vocals, but fair to Midland, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Highly underrated. Dude, there's some times, like, in the car that I try to hit some of that shit. Yeah. And, like, I'm like, <laughs> like, it's just, like, my throat starts, like, really hurt. Like, yeah. how the hell does he do that shit? The Dance of the Manatee song. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, speaking of vocals. We all know the gentleman. The gentleman. Yes. <laughs> no, those guys, just everybody in that band is so insanely fucking talented. Yeah. I would just ridiculous. love to absorb that, just be <laughs> in that context. Yeah. God damn, yeah. That would be a good one. I know. I, I didn't actually like think about it from that point of view, but yeah, like. A lot of these is me trying to like, if I, I, I would want to be in that position not just to fulfill something, but to push myself towards something. Yeah. If that makes sense. <clears throat> yeah. And if you're around them long enough, like, eventually it'll rub off on you, <laughs> the talent. And that's maybe going. I'll influence them in <laughs> some way. <laughs> maybe their farts will start to smell the same. I don't know. Winning. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think I've picked this next song, like, two or three times, but I don't care because uh, it was just awesome. This is my one vocal song, okay? Oh. <laughs> Dude, uh, I I cannot get enough of his vocals, man. Like I have to play this last part here. It it just it's like it, somehow it gets better to me every time I hear it. I just I I've listened to this song like all week, and it just uh, but uh, it's the end. It's the end where it just gets it's it's I don't know. How, I don't even know how to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is like oh, that's so good. I think I, like, I think this is the only band that you could like legitimately suck and it wouldn't matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could do this. <laughs> yeah, like seriously, I could like. All right, he's got like two kinds of vocals. There's like the kind of more like traditional. I guess metal vocal where it's like disciplined and then he's got this just fuck it like hissy fit just all rage like no holding back just pure 
catharsis. Oh, I could do that. (laughs) Who doesn't? But it's the end. It's the end here. So what we're going to need you to do is take some shrooms before going to the vocal booth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but That's seriously, awesome. I was like, nobody, I, I don't know. Not, not that, uh, I still take the, like you would hear that and you would, it, it would almost be comical, but the way he delivers that it, it's still, you can take it a hundred percent serious. Like it's yeah, disturbing. It's, yes. Yes. It's, it's pure rage. There's no, like, not that there's anything wrong with, like, the, the, um, you know, other death metal vocals where you're, it's, it's practiced, you know what I mean? There's like, there's a skill there, like, you're, you're actually, you know, using your vocal cords, uh, in, in a way to, like, shape the sound, like, there's a lot of skill in there. With this, it's, there's nothing, there's yeah. nothing holding it back. There's no, it's, it's, it's just, <laughs> yes, it's pure emotion, just, Oh, dude, I, I just, uh, that's the coolest thing to me. Like, that's the coolest, like, vocal thing to me, like, in metal. Is that, is, and that song is the perfect example. He does a little bit of that here and there and other stuff. But that song is is just, I, I at some point in my life, I feel like that's, like, on my bucket list. I need to just go in a room. In fact, I've done some of that when Mandolin was, like, first born. And I would be, like, frustrated and pissed off. I would come down here and just be like, fuck, at the top of my lungs. You just—it's like everybody needs to do that at some point. They're like everybody's got something like pent, they're pent up about, and to to release it vocally like that, man, that's it's hard to top. You know, I mean, I guess like you know, punching and uh, you know, phys- like releasing through like physical, I guess, exertion is exercise. I don't know. I, I don't do it, so like you know, but yeah. uh, but no, vocally, man, I, don't you guys agree? It's just like yeah, t- yeah. just unleash. pretty raw. Ah, uh, uh, so. Someday I'll do that. I'll record it and then I'll just play it like during the show for you guys. Like, you guys, guess what I did? Sweet. That's what I did. I went to the forest, beat some drums with some other men. Yeah. I made a And I came home. I screamed. I let it all out. Yeah. Mad as hell. I'm not going to take it anymore. Uh, awesome. All right. Should be no surprises here.
Yeah! Do it, dude. I'm sure they're still looking. Do right. it. They got an open position. New YouTube audition. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. As I, and I, I think that's probably like the one death metal song that I have consistently tried to sing along with in the car. Like, totally. He's gonna try to get like, why would you try to sing along to death metal? You know, especially when you know other people are gonna be looking. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm just, but yeah, that's uh, if I could if I could front a band, I think that would be a blast. Hell yeah, that's a big shoes to fill with Eddie, right? But that would be awesome. You got, I come, you got I big feet, you guys. Damn straight. <laughs> Guess list. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, know, right. I know you're a singer. Right, right down. Uh, I'm not going to start this one at the beginning because it would give it away, but just hear me out. Hear me out. Oh, this doesn't give it away. <laughs> I just fast-forwarded to a random spot. Damn it. <laughs> you picked it. <laughs> I picked the same fucking thing. Damn it. Ding, brother, don't ding. Ding, brother, don't ding. I'm gonna run, I'm gonna run, I'm gonna run. Now, there's a very sound logic in this, alright? One, you're getting paid buku bucks. Yeah. Two, they're all incredible musicians. They're all fucking badass. Three, how many months out of the year do you work? <laughs> Good point. I've always loved, I've always had a fascination with just a, like a large scale kind of metal meets symphonic kind of orchestration type yeah. of thing. I've always had a fascination with that. And yeah. I still go see them whenever I can. I still why have, not me? I still have. I still have not seen them. I I, I need to. I hear like it's. You if know, you got the money, what, 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 what kind of show? Yeah. Maybe next time. Is Alex Skolnick still playing with them? Do you know? Uh, they always rotate. He wasn't last year when we saw them. Um, I saw him a few years prior to that where he was, and I think it was him. He was running around with his wireless, and he ate shit on cement. Oh, I think I heard that. Yeah, he just went back and boom. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> There's another tie into the rock star. There's another, the, yeah. Mark, Mark Wahlberg's first show is Steel Dragon. He's coming down the big stairs and he trips and totally like eats shit. <laughs> Very good. Uh, all right. I think this is the last uh, round here. Yeah. This probably also should be obvious because of how much I talk about this band. We're going to bloodshed. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I almost picked up. I have to let it go to this riff, but it's it's hard to get like more brutal like yeah. riffs. And if you're gonna like be on stage and actually like be melting people's faces with the power of your riff, may as well be a trigger the bloodshed. <laughs> this riff, uh, the, I think it's kind of like the chorus riff though. It's just it just it just pours. Brutality.
Dude, everything about that like chord is perfect. It's just like the way they switch between just the single string and then the chords, and it just it sounds like it sounds like there's too much for the speakers to handle. You know, it's yeah. so massive, and the drums like it, it, it. The snare speeds up that third time. Yeah, and then it goes back double to time it. Yep, yep. And and then it's the vocals even like the bullshit they preach. Dude, it's just yeah. If I was gonna be on stage with it with with another band like. You'd, and, and want to do something brutal? No, yeah. there's there's no question. That's it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> All right. What's the one? Oh, I was wondering if you're gonna pick an Irish nail song. I was wondering if someone's gonna pick Starfuckers. Yeah. I don't know Go part way into the chorus because like when he's like screaming and losing his shit, fucking awesome. Because like like there's more distortion on the guitar and everything like right here. <laughs> it's just like a cacophony. <laughs> anyway, uh, that that was that would be the one band that I would I would be content. You know, like, like you can't front Nine Inch Nails. Everyone's going. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah. like Danzig, you know. Yeah. Yeah, 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 those are those are big shoes to step into. But um, when I when I first when I bought my first guitar, like I learned every song on Broken that I possibly oh, nice, could. Like yeah. I just downloaded some tablatures. Like so, most of the guitar work on that album, yeah, is like just really basic yeah. punk progressions. Yeah, yeah, you know what power I mean? chords and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's fucking it's it, it was so easy to learn, and I was like, I could at least do like. Some of the downward spiral back. Maybe not some of the trickier stuff he did on like yeah. the fragile and some of the newer stuff, but uh I I could do it. Yeah. yeah. I think I could do it. Yeah, Even yeah. with my limited skill set on the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> 
sit down, show me where to put my finger, <laughs> and let me go. Mr. Reznor. Oh, <laughs> uh, damn it, I forgot I picked this. You guys are going to rip on me for this one. <laughs> no, seriously, because it, it, it's totally wait. the most realistic, and it's totally a gimme. I thought it was going to be Final Malice. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I, I debated. I'll, I'll talk about it. Go ahead. I'm really interested to see because I like half the time I know it's an Allegiance song because of Ryan's tone. Now that that's gone, I'm kind of curious to see. Yeah. Yeah. Like I listened to the new track. The have you guys watched that video? Yeah. Did you watch the video? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny as fuck. (laughs) We'll we'll have have to pull it up. Right. Yeah, we'll have to pull it before the end of the episode. Um, but it, yeah, it's um, it's a good jam. It's a good jam, but I, I'm just I'm curious because like I, I I instantly know when it's a Legion because of Ryan's tone. So I'll be honest, I think that I, I still love him, but after listening to that song with Ryan having left, I think a little bit of the magic's gone. Yeah, um, I'm still kind of starstruck. Greg used my amp setup once when they played at the Sheep because it's crapped <laughs> out. Um, <laughs> No, but I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer. Colorado band, right? You know, yeah, hour, hour and a half drive away, <clears throat> probably a little bit more. But, um, and, and for me, where I'm at in my life, that's like almost the perfect band level where you could still have like a real home life with a family, right? But still be pretty, pretty big, you yeah. know, relatively speaking. Um, you mentioned Vital that. <laughs> I almost picked it because, honestly, that's a band I've been wanting to be in for a very, very long time. Yeah. Even, like, Captive Days and stuff like that. I was like, oh, I want to play with those guys. Yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. But that actually happens. So. Yeah, yeah, no, and I'm very <laughs> grateful for that. <laughs> well, cool. Yeah. Good picks, guys. Well, now I want to – is it on YouTube? Yeah, it's on uh, Metal Blades channel. Oh, it's on Metal Blades. Well, is it on theirs, too? Oh, it's this right here. How long has this thing been out for? We're gonna catch a freaking seizure from this. No one gives a shit about our videos or this band. Alright. We need to change genres like now. Jesus, fine, bring it out. Oh, 
<laughs> Your face. <laughs> oh, it gets better. Just keep watching. <laughs> this part's the best. What's coming up here? <laughs> Crap floor. Crap floor. That's hilarious. <laughs> he's he's walking. He's just gonna walk. Auto two, slip on. Oh nice. Air metal. Bro. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my shit on that one. Yeah. Just the V neck, like, all the way down. <laughs> just, just fucking awesome.
That's awesome. I'll put a link in the uh, show post if you haven't seen that. Definitely check it out. Sweet. <clears throat> All right. Good stuff. You guys, yeah. you got any ideas for next time? Should we do the T Rex Grumpy thing? That sounded fun. You guys that. should do that. Sure. Um, cool. Well, uh, make sure you check out metalspeak.com and subscribe to us on iTunes. And, you know, again, if you subscribe on iTunes, you get this the episode pretty much the night we record, whereas the website, I usually don't put it out for a couple of days. So go ahead and subscribe and leave us a review. Uh, also, check out the A-Squad podcast if you're a video game guy. Good stuff over there. Oh, you know what I was going to mention? We are talking about shows. Uh, uh, Bates Motel. Bates Motel just wrapped their second season. Uh-huh. Um, I recommend that. It's what, what Breaking Bad does for like uh, anxiety and tension. Uh, uh, Bates Motel does for awkward, uncomfortable incest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, f- uh, mother son stuff. That those two together are they're the last. Yeah, <laughs> man, the last like five or six episodes have had lots of cringing just <laughs> <laughs> moments. So, but it's it's a really good show. So, gotcha. Uh, we're going to end the show with a tune from Ass to Mouth. We talked about these guys a few months ago. This is Alcohor. And now you've listened to Metal Speak. Fuck off. I came here to drink myself to death. Cashed in all my money. Paid my Amex card. I'm going to sell the car tomorrow. So, how long is it going to take for you to (laughs) drink yourself to death? I think about four weeks.